What's up guys? Welcome to the show. This is me just traveling around on a bike. What's up party people? It's 11am on a Tuesday. I'm still in New Orleans. I just got done recording a podcast with Jeff the other day. And me and Jeff recorded this podcast um, at an Irish pub just on the street. And it, you know it's not ideal conditions. You know there's Irish music playing. There's people talking. Some dude even interrupts us, and he you know asks if the candle's real because he needs to light a cigarette, which it was, and you know he lit a cig. But um, yeah, I just Jeff just got on a plane the other day, like right after we recorded the podcast, the day after, to go back and visit his family in Texas. And I didn't know if, when's the next time I'm going to see him, or if I'm going to be able to see him again before I leave, which is going to be right around New Year's. But um, so I was like, "Hey, dude, we just gotta let's, we gotta sit down and record this podcast." And you know, we did. And Jeff said, and "Jeff was my first friend in New Orleans." You know, I just like walked into the bar he was bartending at, and we kind of just hit it off. I've been hanging out ever since, and he introduced me to a lot more friends and a lot of interesting people. And I'm just incredibly grateful to be Jeff's friend and to know him. And uh, yeah, we talk about a lot in this podcast, I don't want to give too much away. Um, yeah, without further ado, here's young Jeff Araya. All right, we're fucking rolling. All right, so Jeff and I sitting at St. Pat's Irish Pub, a cool Sunday night. It's Sunday, right? Is it Monday? Sunday. Sunday. And Two days after uh, Christmas. Two days after Christmas. Fucking beautiful time of the year in New Orleans. Everyone's out, everyone's happy. We got Irish music playing in the background. Just finishing up his meat pie, so I'm gonna ramble on for a little bit more. Halfway, halfway, guys. Let me finish it real quick. <laughs> You're good, dude. But yeah, just hanging out. It's probably like a cool 50 degrees, maybe a little bit colder now. It's, it's nighttime. It's about 7.30. Yeah. We're just hanging out. I met Jeff. Jeff is the ultimate homie. Jeff is the first friend I made in fucking New Orleans. He, I was, I just left the farm um, with Mark in Algiers. I stayed there for a week, you know, worked on the farm. And then I was like, you know what, I still need to explore the city. I really, you know, explored around enough. And I was like, oh, I might just couch surf around in like the garden district because I, you know, I just want to, you know, wake up and explore. And the first, Actually, I might have been still on the farm when I first no, you met were. you. Yeah, you were. Yeah, and I came, like, one night I came down to Bourbon Street, you know, did the whole touristy walk, yeah. and then I went into your bar because... With Sue. With Sue. Yeah, you with Sue. Me and Sue, Sue and I, and we, uh, I went in because there was a lot of music. Steve, excuse me, Steve was shredding on the guitar, and, yeah, I was like, holy shit, I haven't heard live music in forever. And especially at a bar and so it came in and me and you started shooting the shit right away you offered us we're like yo you guys can you know come in and sit down we were gonna take a drink to go yeah. and I was like alright for sure you know I wanna watch the band and I didn't know if I didn't know if Sue was gonna be about it but she like you know she's kinda down for whatever yeah. she's, she's up for whatever and uh you 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 tell how your perspective was and then I'll tell how my perspective was 
All right. That would, so I, I was, you know, I was, yeah, ordering. For everybody it. listening in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just me and you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, there's definitely people listening eventually. But, um, I, yeah, I was just wanting to get a beer, right? You got to fucking, you're going to go in a bar, you get a beer. And I, w- I, I said, like, hey, like, you know, what beers are good? And you're like, yo, what do you do? What do you like? And I, th- I think I was just like, you know, I'm like, yo, let me just get some cheap fucking beer. Like cheap, yeah. maybe IPA. Mm-hmm. And, and you were like, oh, you know, Paradise Park is it? I'm like, boom. He's like, where are you from? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm from New Orleans. I'm from here. He's like, no, you ain't. No, you and didn't say that. It's, <laughs> I did say that. I said, I'm from here. Did you? And yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I, I hate feeling like, like an outsider and you know, type of thing. I just kind of like fuck with people too. But um, yeah, and I told you from I'm from Chicago, and you're like, no way. I always want to go slash live in Chicago. And that's and then we just kind of clicked, dude. You you know, and I was like, you, I mean, I think we talked about the old bike trip, <coughs> even though I don't like bringing it up, you know, especially people I just meet because I feel like it's kind of like a chosh move. Like I don't want to ever be like a flex, you know. It's it's so weird for me. But chosh move. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and then we just, where you're like, bro, let's, you know, here's my number, let's hang out. And I was like, fuck yes. And so, like, two days later, we hung out, dude, and we've just been hanging out ever since. Like, two months later now, almost. Damn near, we've been hanging out damn near every day. That's kind of the story. But that's in your perspective, right? What's your perspective? So, my perspective is, uh, you came in, so, with, like, COVID and everything, like, my bar has this, um, to go lane only right and so you just go in this lane you're like okay i want to take these drinks to go i'll put it in a plastic cup and you guys just go on in your way but we have a door that you actually walk in and you guys can sit down i'm gonna serve you your drinks and you know like glass you know glass cups and everything and jack came in and he was like, hey, man, um, yeah, can I get this and this? And I was like, I want to say it was a par- It was a Paradise Park, actually, yeah. because I think that's the only thing that he knew at the time. So he, <laughs> he ordered a Paradise Park. I didn't like, even know, bro. I was yeah, looking so at the he ordered screen. a Paradise Park, right? And he was like, I was like, hell yeah. Okay, poured it, gave it to him, charged him for it. And I was like, for some weird reason, he just had this look on his face and so did Sue at the time. Like, I'm so curious about this. And I'm like, dude, I'm like thinking to myself, like, you guys ordered a drink. Like, you guys are more than welcome. I told I told Jack this, like, straight up. I was like, you guys are more than welcome to, you know, sit here. You guys ordered a drink from this establishment. Like, you guys are more than welcome to sit here and listen to live music and just like, just sit back, relax, and just have yourself a time. And I told Jack that, and he was like, all right, man, dude, I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Like, we might be back. We might be back. And I'm like, and I hear that all the time, you know? It's nothing new. And I was like, oh, yeah, man. All right, you have a good, have a good night, bro. And they left. And he comes back again, and he's asking me about all these beers. Like, hey, man, like, what is this? What is that? And I was like, well, you did get a Paradise Park. So as a bartender, I'm over here like, okay, you like these light lagers, but how do you feel about these IPAs? And Dude, I don't discriminate between yeah, my poisons. Yeah, and 
Jack was up, and I'm over here. I was like, dude, like, let me let me let you taste these fucking beers, bro. So, the very first one I gave him was a taste of Paris Ghost and Machine. Paris Ghost and Machine is brewed in Broussard, Louisiana, which is about an hour and a half away from New Orleans, and it's our number one son beer at my bar, and it's a. Uh, It, sorry, I just lost, like... It's good, dude. Just blanked out. Yeah, it's a number one selling beer, and it's 8.5%, I think. Like, 8.3, and it's double hazy IPA. It's, like, great IPA. Like, everybody that I recommend that to, they're all like, oh, man, this is so great. Let me yeah. have, like, four more. So I recommended Jack. He tasted it, and he... And then I recommended another IPA which is six and a half percent boom um, which is Urban South Holy Roller which Ooh. is our second best selling IPA at little the did I know we were gonna go to the brewery fucking yeah, three right. weeks later yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a later story but yeah so and Good old Daddy only, only people ask these questions if they're not from here so I was all like you're not from here huh he goes how'd you know and he was all like bro like you tasted almost my whole goddamn like <laughs> you tasted my whole like my draft list and he kind of laughed and you know Sue and him just kind of sat there listening to Steve Magnano like just shred on the guitar He's so good. have a great time and homeboy even tipped him a $20 bill and, and Steve was all like bro like take a CD dude take a CD which is dope because if you tip him... Uh, I didn't even tip him, dude. I just was talking to him You after. didn't? No, because oh. I didn't have any cash on me, dude. Oh, okay. And so I... I mean, I for sure would have, but um, I was just talking to him after, and I was like, dude, I... You know, I was just like, bro, you shred on the guitar. I'd love to, you know, talk to you, you know, maybe get you on a podcast or whatnot. Hell yeah. And he's like, bro, here's a CD. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, just come in next time. We'll talk. I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Steve's the man. Dude. Steve was putting on a show that night. He was... Like shredding the guitar and he was going up to chicks and like you know playing guitar in their face, yeah. and like screaming. Yeah, that's 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 your boy. Yep. So it's so, and so anyways, so Jack went out to the patio area, and the only reason somebody goes out to the patio is for two reasons: for the bathroom or just to chill out there. Well, homeboy wasn't just chilling <laughs> out there. Homeboy went to the bathroom. And I was headed out to the kitchen, which is in that area. You as well. have a vivid memory of this. No, I do. Night. Like I have a very, I'm, I'm, I have a very good memory of everything, man. And so I remember you coming back, and obviously you weren't sitting out there, so you're obviously coming back from the bathroom. I'm like, yo, where are you from, dude? Like I just had this like weird instinct, like, like I don't usually ask people that, but just had this like weird instinct, and I was like, okay, yo, where are you from, bro? Like, because obviously. You, like I said before, you just drank my whole half draft list. Dude. Did not, dude. Yeah. Maybe I took a sample. Okay, sip. okay. He's not an alcoholic. A sample. But, no, so I, anyway. I, dude, I maybe got two beers there. <laughs> so anyway, so truth. I was like, yeah, dude, like, where are you from, man? He goes, oh, so, you know, I'm not from here. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Where are you from? And he's all like, I'm from Chicago. And I'm like, dude, shut up, man. <laughs> like, dude, I'm going to try not to say profanity around here. What the fuck are you talking about? Alright, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Whatever. Cool. Alright, no. Sick. Alright, so I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, are you really from Chicago? And he was like, yeah, man. And I'm like, dude, 
Chicago is actually like my number one go-to place like right now and it still currently is as we're talking in this podcast like I don't know about it dude like I visited Chicago back in like 05 like I was I don't know probably like 10 or something but I, I just always loved Chicago I had family over there they left but I'm always gonna like love that memory and I want to go visit just yeah. as an adult just to remember everything you know and this is what you were just saying right now right before we started what were you gonna say you're like yo when we when you know later on and we meet in Chicago yeah like, dude what were you about to say like okay so obviously this like almost almost two months almost yeah like dude Jack and I Talk to me, bro. We're bro, dude, bro, dude. dude we, we've been bros, man. Like, ever since we hung out, like, I was mm-hmm. all like, not that I was skeptical, but I was all like, yo, I asked you, I was all like, how long are you going to stay? Like, when do you leave out? Like, a lot of people say, I think we met on a Sunday, and a lot of people at that time were like, I'm going to head out tomorrow. You said, right. dude, bro, I'm here for the whole week. I don't know what to do. I'm like, bro, look, man, if you're trying to get sloshed, Let's get Sloth. at it because, like, dude, like, I only work four days a week, maybe sometimes three days a week, and I got nothing else to do. Like, I'm, right. I'm good mental wise. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to have a good time. I'm just trying to live life. You know, I'm trying to find me. Yeah. And it's just funny that I met Jack because it's like, it's like, whoa. <laughs> if you're really trying to explore New Orleans, like, I got you, bro. Like, you like right. playing pool? Of course. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I was like. <laughs> got you so i hit homeboy up like a couple days later and i was like yo what's up how you doing what you up to i'm like nothing dude just slamming the six pack again so i'm like get your ass to the quarter let's fucking hang out so (laughs) did i say that yeah well not really in those (laughs) like you were like yeah dude and just drinking some guinnesses and stuff and as i I was like dude like let's let's hang out man let's hang out and you're like, okay, I'm down. Oh yeah. So we met up and I'm like, bro, dude, remember? <laughs> dude, we went we went to that we went to like some little liquor corner store on Canal. It was called Vucare. And you got the cold brew. Yeah, and I love coffee, man. I love coffee. And and right now you're drinking an Irish coffee. I'm drinking a hot Irish coffee and I'm drinking because it's like fucking like sixty degrees. We don't really here. change that much. We know we like. We don't. We don't in these couple of months. You know? We know we like. So I was like, and then I remember you saying you're like, dude, you show me around. You're from here. I don't know. I don't know this place. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I take Jack to Vucare, and we're looking at all the beers, all the liquor. And we get to this little section with all these like little mini like bottle yeah. shots. The shooter bottles. Yeah, the yeah, little like, shooter bottles. The airplane yeah. ones. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I was like, dude, hell no. They got Jameson cold brew. I've yeah. always wanted to try it. So I got one. And I look at Jack, I'm like, what do you like to drink? He goes, I don't know, man. Vodka. I was like, bro. Shut up. That's so I got homeboy like a couple of <laughs> a couple of little shooters of vodka and I was like, you know what? Fuck him. I'm gonna get another cold brew. Well, let's have a night. I don't know this guy, but oh why not? Like he seems like a really cool dude. So we shoot those, and then you had one of those Tito's vodkas in your pocket for the longest time. I still have it. 
keep that. I'm keeping Souvenir, it. baby. Souvenir, like baby. Yeah, you gotta remember, time and place. So we went to this bar called Hobnobbers. It's right off Carondelet, which goes into Bourbon, actually. Yeah, right off the canal. And there's a pool. There's a pool. I was like, yo, you like playing pool? He goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, got you. Got you, baby girl. <laughs> so, we, so we went to Hobnobbers. We went, we went to Hobnobbers, right? And... The bartenders are just like really cool as fuck, and yeah. God, I can't remember what I ordered, but we just played pool that night. You know what you ordered? A fucking rumble mints. Yep, I did order them. Classic me, rumble mints. Rumble mints. Peppermint schnapps. We played pool. If you haven't had it, do it. It'll change your life. Uh, the good or the bad. Yeah. It doesn't matter though. You yeah, it tastes like a thin mint. It. Uh, brush your teeth and swallow it. That's 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 pretty much a fucking uh, yeah. rumble mints. That's yeah. Like, Colgate schnapps. There we go. There Colgate liquor. So, yeah, man, we do. We had a good time, man, and right. you know, just just having a few drinks. And I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna know this guy after after a week. So, I don't give a fuck what I say. Like, I'm just gonna open up, dude. Like, yeah. who gives a fuck? It's interesting because obviously, like, as we come to know each other more, yeah, and it, it's kind of like not only a lot of people do this to me, you know, along the ro- on the road, because mm-hmm. just because they don't. You know, they don't think I'm going to see him again. But also, it's like a fast track to get to know someone. Because I'm an open book. Fast track, yeah. Yeah, I'm an open book as is, you know what I mean? And obviously, you come to know someone more the more you hang out with them. And I've definitely known you way more than that first week, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm super thankful for, like, you know, you, you just, like, you know, being real with me. You know, being raw. From, from day one. You I know? mean, but that's everybody's mentality when you're all like, oh... I'm not going to see this guy again. Like, he's going to be out in a week. And then on top of that, a few drinks. It's like... Right. I'm just going to say what I fucking say. Like, I don't I don't care, you know? That's how it should be, And though, that's man. that's actually... That's really how that night went. And... Dude, I don't... Was that the night that I was like, bro, we got... We had a few drinks, you know? We, we had a few drinks, and we had a good time. And I was like, bro, like... What are you saying tonight? He was like, oh, at the farm. But Algiers no, is across. No, I think it was already. No, no, no. It wasn't Nancy's place it yet. It wasn't Nancy's no, 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 no. Because I know you were like, probably going to go back to the farm. I'm probably going to walk up there. I'm like, it's only a 30-minute walk. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not walking anywhere right now. Like, bro, like, like I'm not going to let you do that. Like, for, for some weird reason, like, you just get... Like, I just, I want everybody at home listening to this right now, like, when you get a good gut feeling about somebody, you're just all like, you're just vulnerable you, you're just you, you know? Just you. Even half their drinks, like, you have this weird feeling. And I told Jack, and I was like, dude, like, you're not walking, bro. Like, my house is 15 minutes away, we're gonna fucking Uber. Let's Uber. And I have an extra room upstairs, like, you're more than welcome to stay, like, I... (laughs) It's not a big deal, dude. So it's the biggest deal to me, though, and like even just from from day one, Jim. That's why. I that's why I understand, but shit. that's the like it's just day one from like why, even why you like just like you know treated me as a homie even at the bar, you know, even behind the counter, you know, like that. The, the reason why like you're like yo, let's hang out. It's like I know you don't think it's like a big deal or like you know having me stay at your place even though we just met, like. But yeah. I never take that shit for granted. You know what I mean? Not only that, it's like. Because I've traveled so, like, I wouldn't say rough, but when you travel like this and, like, you don't know where you're going to stay every night, you know, mm-hmm. and then things like this, you just, it 
it makes you cherish it way more because you know p good people are everywhere but it's not like all the time that you know you get like the type of interaction that we had where like we can hang out all day right you know then you'd be like yo you can stay in my place and it's like I don't right. take that shit lightly you know what I mean that's why we are still homies you know on top of everything else but like you know from day one you know man that's crazy that. yeah because dude there's a lot of times I mean on the way it's not I mean, the more and more I stay with, you know, more, like, warm showers hosts or at the farms and stuff, I realize even in the most, like, rural back countries, like, there's always a place to stay. Even if I, even if I just knock on someone's door, you know, most likely they'll let me in. But, I mean, a lot of times I just camp up, you know, camp up behind, like, a grocery store or in, like, you know. the. But it's like your safety net in a way, too, you know. It's, 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 it's a that. way of living, you know. It's like a perspective thing, knowing that, like, there's good people everywhere, you know, behind all the doors, behind all the fences, behind, you know, everything. There's, you know, there's, there's, good, there's bad people, too, but a vast majority, vast majority of humans just want to help. And that's fucking beautiful. And that's the problem with, like, millennials these days. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to say it. Like, it's like the vast majority of, like, millennials these days is just... I don't want to say they just think for themselves, but it's been a lot, it's, it's been a lot more selfish, you know, growing up in these times. It's not like how it was back in like the 70s or like 60s or something where everybody's just open to everything. It's like, and I'm not going to lie, like, you know, like as being as an open person that I am and just being humble, yeah, if I can shot me in the back a good few many times but you know I'm not gonna let that you know yeah. change me like I'm right. just you know who, who you am, are dude. you know yeah. who you are dude you got a good bearing just know? who I am and so and even you said like you're trying to figure out yourself Jeff like I, we talked about this many times you know what I mean it's like for me dude you already like outside in it's like you already know who you are dude you know what I mean like you know you, you still have goals and things like that you know still want you know different things in your life and to be a certain way but for me man I'll all that matters is like you're a fucking good kind person like even the heart bigger than your fucking body dude you know <laughs> and that's all that matters i love hearing it because it's like it's a reality check you don't really sometimes. get that much man it's a reality check dude and i never want to hear that man because it's like no I me mean, doing me you know like, me either i take i'm not i don't take well the compliments you know mm -hmm. but at the same time yeah you know that's how you know if the fucking homie or not i think the chicago thing kind of you know, pulled it all in one place in a way, but... Oh, what were you saying about Chicago earlier? Before this even started? I want to go, dude. I just want to go. I, but you were like, yo, if we or when we meet up, you, you're about to say something. Well, dude, that's honestly... I'm not going to say it's like a bucket list, but that'd be dope. You know, just to meet you from where you're from and shit... Fuck it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you meet your fam, dude. Like, Bro, hell, that would be yeah. awesome, dude. That would be yeah. really awesome because, like, dude, like, people don't meet like this all the no. fucking time. People don't. Well, people, 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 people meet people like this, but don't. they don't, they don't, you know, they're not they friends don't. like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I think another really big reason why is because I introduced the way we are right now is because, dude, I know you would have been in Austin. I know you would probably have been more west of here. But I feel like not just being me for who I am, but I told my friend Dylan, which, man, I, I met Dylan at the bar. Like, Dylan started bar backing at the bar, and 
we just got really close, man, you know, and now he's a bartender, but, and we hung out a few times before meeting you, but it was like, I was like, dude, like, it just, at the point that me and Dylan and I, or Dylan and I were really hanging out, I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta fucking meet this dude, like, he's fucking, he's fucking dope, and... And now I'm staying with Dylan for like damn near yeah. two and a half weeks at his place. Not eat, dude. And now I'm more, going more, and, dude. more than like, that. Dude, we had we had, we had friends giving yeah. Thanksgiving. We had and friends gr- miss Christmas. Yeah. Like and dude, the thing is for me, and I'm and I'm gonna be going on a bike trip. Like Dustin's yeah. coming with me now. He's identical twin. That's so and funny that how it's crazy. How he just like spontaneous was like, dude, I'm gonna quit my job. Nah, bro. I I knew. Job. So like when he we'll, we can we'll get into that. But um, uh-huh. when he like. When he was like, "Dude, you're never gonna leave New Orleans," you know, and I'm like, "I'm like, dude, you want me to?" You know, he wanted you. I'm like, to stay. "I'm like, you want me to stay because you want to come with?" He goes, "Yeah, maybe." And then yeah, now, probably, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and now it turns into him fucking coming with me in oh, you yeah. know a couple days or so. That's what I love about and, him. And uh, yeah, he's the homie. But um, but even like, I I have to like realize more and more now that it's like I thought you and Dylan were like, you know homies and hanging out all the time like I didn't know you guys were like you know definitely friends and shit but I didn't know I yeah. thought we were because we, we've been hanging out like me you Dylan Dustin even like you know Eric and them and Dylan's friends from, from Washington rats, bro. We've, been hang, <laughs> we've been hanging out like every single fucking day and I thought that's just how it always was and sometimes I have to like realize like uh-huh. wait maybe there was a way of life before I got here you know yeah, which dude. I never think about until like you know now but that's another crazy like and something to just kind of like think about it's like dude like before you bro like yeah Dylan and I hung out we were really good friends at the bar and we would we we would grab like lunch or something like once a week but it was never just like a consistent like yo I'm gonna come over let's have some fucking fun like yeah let's cook a let's dinner let's hang out let's yeah. hang out like never was like that it was just so funny that I just introduced you to him and then you started staying with him and I was like oh yeah dude like and then it just got more than that and then honestly the funny thing is is like at first at first like I have I have really like I I judge people a lot by their first um, encounter and Dustin was really one of them and I asked Dylan a lot I was like yo does Dustin like me, man? Because I just always got this weird feeling that Dustin didn't really like me. He just wanted to like me because Dylan liked me. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're so, identical twins. Like, let's clarify. Yeah, I know. Like, I know, they look I know. I know, exactly I know. the same. Yeah, I know. Which is but even crazier. The thing is, just like, I just got this weird feeling, and I was like, Dustin really doesn't like me, man. He doesn't. He doesn't. I just got the weird feeling. And I asked Dylan all the time, multiple times. He's like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, Dustin's, Dustin's my brother, dude. Like, like he'll try to tell me if he doesn't like somebody, you know? Like, we just have this, like, telepathic mind. And I was like, yeah, but I just I don't. But then ever since I started really hanging out with you guys, like, almost every day. And just, just being chill, just being me, dude, you know? Yeah. Like, my thing is, it's like... If I like you, bro, like, I'm gonna put my arm around you. I'm gonna fucking put my hand on, like, hand on your shoulder. Like, that's just, like, my, 
You're that's just like my. You're the Filipino Italian, you know. But it's a, but it's, also, it's body language. It's right. body language. Like, like, I read on some article a long time ago when I did sales. It's like subconsciously, when you're trying to sell somebody something. Not that I'm trying to sell you guys anything, but of course. But that's just kind of like trust. Like when you when you put your hand on somebody's shoulder or something like. Just a simple, you know, like... It's trust both ways. It's like... You don't think about it, but... Think about it the next time when you when you touch somebody's on their shoulder. It's like... That you're not I trying kinda, to have I, sex with. I, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like... It's almost like, I trust you. You know? Like, just like a cat buttoned their head on your, like, knee or calf or something. Like, that's their way of saying, I trust you. And for me... It's like, I'm gonna put my arm around you or put my hand on your shoulder and be like, yo, bro, I love you, dog. Like, right. like let's take a shot. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's trust, you know? And, yeah. and just me doing that to Dustin and he would do it back. That was a crazy thing. I was Dustin, like, bro, whoa, I was like, whoa, what? Bro. I was like, yo, dude, seriously? Like, yo, bro, like seriously, you trust me like that? And he was like, come on, man. You know how Dustin is, like, Dylan and Dustin are, like, really playful, just in the moment kind of kind of guys. And I'm like, come yeah. on, man, like, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you yeah, mean? Come man. on. Dustin, Dustin like, that's how they bro. are, dude. And, he always loved you, bro. And that's why I, I was like, man, dude, these three guys, man, they're, it's my homies, dude. They're my bros. Like, For sure. I trust them with everything. It's the same way, bro. It's mutual, you know what I mean? But other than the fact that I fucking just met you out right. of a fucking bar that I was fucking serving you drinks, like I'm like, damn. It's crazy how sometimes you meet, huh? The most unlikely it places, is, dude. And honestly, Jack, dude, you're you're good, dude, bro. You're good. Bro. You're good. You're good. You you really are a good person, man. And me I know too, you could say bro. the same yeah. thing. I know you could say the same thing about me, but like, dude, like how you just. People are gonna use their good, good incentives to take advantage of people, but you never did. What the fuck? You never did. I couldn't you know even what I'm imagine saying? a life like that. You know what I'm I saying? I couldn't like, even imagine. I met. How. I've met a lot of people that I've was just vulnerable, and just me being me. You know how I always am, and then they stab me in the back or like, oh bro, bro, you owe me money or da da da. It's like, dude, like you never brought that shit. Up. Like, not that I would ever you know, think that you would, but I'm just saying it's like for something that meant you because like, you you've, you've 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 witnessed in the past. That's why yeah, that's yeah, why you yeah. kinda got yeah, like a I've shield. been burned before, right? Man. I've been burned. We all have man. Yeah, I mean it sucks, but Dude, I'm, I never yeah. let that I shit get, I never like that shit in my I couldn't even dude. imagine like it's it's almost like not even in me. It's not like encoded in me. Like I even know yeah, I could never even imagine like not only life like that, but even like how to do something like that because it's fucked up. You know? It's like I mean, I think it's where we get along so well. Hell yeah. Honestly. But other than other than like our like friendship, like I know there's shit that you want to talk about, like you just being here in New Orleans. Like, come on, man, I want to hear it. What you mean? Like you just being here in New Orleans and witnessing like New Orleans. Like, I don't, dude. I don't have much to say. I mean. When things come up, we talk about it, but... Um, no, it's not, it's not even about, like, the podcast or, like, talking about, like... No, I know, but, but I, I really don't have much to say. I mean, you wanted to talk about mental health stuff. 
I'd love to talk about that because I think that's something we share. You know what I mean? I think it's a lot something a lot of people share and just like keep it in their head. You know, I think it's gonna help a lot of people. But if you don't want to talk about that shit, we don't want to talk about it. I mean, it's not that, but I mean, like, what are you talking just about? your experience here, man. Like, dude. Oh. You and I fucking ate a muffle out on the side. Oh, on a, curb, oh, on a curbside. On a curbside, uh, listening to Percy Williams, like. Percy. Just, uh, tr- Percy. Percy. I, I want to say Percy. Just, just Percy. Yeah. yeah, yeah just Percy on Instagram. Like, follow him. He's on my Instagram. Somewhere. Oh. But, like, dude, like, this guy was just a random guy that I hit Jack up with. And. Well, I was like, saying, yo, I mean, I'm listening to some dope ass, like, live music. I'm like, oh, man, somebody got caught. Somebody got caught in the realm, you know, like, this is probably You wish, me. motherfucker. I walked up over, it was right next to Rouse's, which is, Rouse's is like a grocery store. This is in the middle of the city of New Orleans, right, in the French Quarter, and yeah. right off of, I'm, I'm, you know, I hung out on Bourbon for, like, maybe two days, I, I met Jeff, and I stopped hanging out on Bourbon, just because I, I knew it was super touristy, and so I was, like, just kind of walking around, that's what I do in cities, you just walk or bike around, that's how you, that's how I get a feel. So everybody of, should. That's how I get yeah. a feel of a place. So, New Orleans, I, I fucked with right away because there's so much music. There's always something. It feels like a, there's always something going around, and there's so many street performers. So, I realized on this corner of um, Royal and St. Peter, there's always musicians right outside this corner grocery store. And so I just grabbed a muffalada one day. Muffalada. 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 <laughs> That's how we pronounce it. Yeah. Muffalada, <laughs> and just sat there. And I think I had, yeah, like maybe like a four-pack of Guinness. And just sat there and listened to Percy. He, just, he was singing Nina Simone. He was singing, I think, Marvin Gaye. He was just fucking singing everything. He was amazing, beautiful. Crunchy music, yeah. Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, like, exactly. Great stuff. And so I, Jeff texted me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I just got off of work, and he works on bourbon two streets over. And I'm like, dude, come, yeah. come to, come to you know, the corner at Rouse's. I'm like, there's an amazing musician here. And Excuse me. Come on. Is that a real that candle? Yes, it's real. Yeah, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Like that's sick. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, man. No problem. Appreciate it. And so yeah, I was just. I told him to come through. He's like, oh, you got caught up in some shit. I'm like, dude, just come here, sit down, and watch. And he pulls up, and I'm sitting on the curb, eating this freaking. Muffalata. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like an Italian sandwich almost, you know, but like with, with, with some olives and things like it's delicious. Salami. Yeah, it's delicious. And and I'm listening to him and I'm just super caught up in, in the music and in just Percy as a human. And he's like Jeff's you know, sits next to me and, he, and I don't know if it was then or maybe we when we did it the next time when we were just listening to that musician. Um, no, it was then. He goes, "This is the most New Orleans shit I've ever done in my no, life." It was then because the second I sat down, you're like, "You want a Guinness?" I was like, "Yeah, I could take one." So I, I crack open this Guinness, and dude, there's like I want to say probably ten people behind us just watching him. Yeah, screaming, listening, like applauding, and just taking videos and photos and everything. And I was like, man, I've, for the amount of time that I've been here in New Orleans, which is like two years, and I've worked on bourbon for a year and a half, like, I don't want to, like, go out here and listen to these, like, I'm sorry to say, but shitty musicians. Like, I don't. Like, I want to go to my dive bar and just have a good time and then get home. But the second that I just, like, sat down and I really, like, 
lived in the moment and just saw these people just applauding and everything. Like, uh, this guy was really good. Dude, he was really the musicians good. around here. It, it, it wasn't even auto-tune. It was just no, his own man. voice, man. And It's just, he's playing a... That's where it got me. Piano, maybe. And then on top of that, we're on the curbside eating muffaladas and drinking at us. Right. I'm like, man, this is the most, like, Irish... <laughs> New Orleans thing that I could do and I'm from here you know like right. I live here but this is dope <laughs> it's it's just dope a lot of these musicians man deserve to have a way bigger platform than here but that's why I mean that's why I fell in love with the city right away just because it's like a secret gem you know what I mean it's same with the artist because you know sometimes it's like oh it's only like if you know you know type of thing and it's just for us you know fuck everyone else like these musicians, of course, you know, I, you know, I want you know them to make more money and, and things like that, to you know provide for the families. Everybody to know them, dude. Especially honestly. Percy, but <laughs> at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's almost cool. It's almost like a like a secret thing. But even Dylan was saying that, like, me and Dylan watched the sunset on at the end of the world yeah. um, at that abandoned building. We climbed all the way up, got to the top, mm-hmm. and just you know sat on, sat and watched the sunset. And he, that was his first time doing you know going to the end of the world and doing something like that and i've you know i've done it like three four times now and just by yourself yeah not not on the not i've gone to the end of the world like you know by myself a bunch but i haven't gotten up on that thing i was waiting you know to go with dylan or go with you or dustin okay and so we did that and he's like dude i like definitely should have been up here earlier because he's been here for like two years now too which is yeah which is it's fucking awesome you know you don't realize how much a city has to offer until you actually really just go out and just get explore, lost. Man. Yeah. Just get lost, dude. And that's what I'm going to do with Chicago. Oh, dude. I know I, I know. keep bringing it up. No, dude. I, dude, yeah. like I said, if I'm not there because I don't know when I'm going to be back, <laughs> I'm going to definitely. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going and I'm right. getting lost. That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> and I'm going to give you places to get lost. Too. You already did. Little landmarks. You already did. But there's more, but still. It's, yeah, dude, that's, I mean, like like I said even earlier, and I've told you this like a hundred times, it's like, that's why I fell in love with Chicago for the first time, you know, first time ever in my life before I left, because I didn't really, you know, I didn't really fuck with it, because I didn't live near it, you know, I lived in a fucking, like, the, like, the first suburb away from it, and then, mm-hmm. but I, before I left, like, the whole summer, I would bike every day to the city and go to the lake and spend the whole day at the lake and then just bike around and get lost and I go to different climbing gyms and just just allowing yourself to have free time you know even when like you said like yo I only work like you know four or three days a week now yeah and I'm like that's fucking beautiful because you just work just enough you know what I mean to have you know cover the bills and then have play money you know and that's what life's about because like that's for me when I had you know the most time to just the most had time to have do nothing to do nothing and have all day to do it that's when you really like get to know a place and that's how you get to like just put yourself in you know the most unexpected situations because you ask nothing from the day you know and so I really fell in love with Chicago before I left and it was kind of hard leaving because I was really contemplating to get an apartment there with my brother and because I was like I fucking love it but the things I loved doing which was like biking around swimming and rock climbing I mean, I couldn't do two out of the three once it got cold and once it started snowing. You know, I couldn't swim and I couldn't bike everywhere. So I was like, fuck it, might as well go south. 
but now, but then I know, but now I know, like, man, whenever I go back, it's gonna be. And I, I knew this from the moment I left. The day I left and started paddling, going to Kankakee to that farm, I knew I was like, I looked at the city last time. I did the whole like riverfront or the lakefront trail, and I was like, fuck, I'm. It's gonna be a completely different world. I'm gonna have a completely different image of the city once I go back, through all the different places I'll see and through all the people I meet. But I was like, fuck, I'm super thankful that I'm here, like, you know, here right now, but I'm also super thankful that I'm leaving and I'm doing something like this. Yeah. And, it, but it, and I still look back at those videos, like, I took a couple videos, you know, of me leaving. And, but it's, it's, I think that's, here, hold on, I'm away from these cars. Some trucks. I think that's, oh my God, and a school bus? The VIP bus, holy shit. Dude, look at these trucks and trucks. But I think that's it's the, it's the best thing you can do for yourself anywhere. I mean, that's why I run even around here. Like, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and run sometimes. Just because I, I don't know where I'm going, but I know how to get back, you know? And if I go somewhere, I know how to get back, you know? And that's the coolest part of it. And, you know, and then you just get, you know, I find like cool little parks or I find a little garden or, you know, I would run across the, the riverfront trail the whole time and then I go end up in the other world and then oh no there's a record shop right there and there's a there's a coffee shop right there you know there's a cute girl right there you know you just there's little landmarks you create in your mind and and plus I meet like especially at night that's why I have trouble like you know staying in at night here because the nightlife here is so <laughs> The nightlife here is so, so fucking, like, lively and awesome, and it, but it's so unexpected with, like, the people you meet and musicians you're gonna hear, you know, you always get into something, and it's gonna be, it's super hard leaving this place, but at the same time, like, that's, me and Dustin were talking about us, it's like, that's why you gotta leave, like, once you start to get, enjoy it a little too much, that's how you know it's time to go, Yeah. and I was like, fuck, kind of sucks you right. in, in a way, sucks you in, but I, man, I've had, the, I've, and I almost you didn't, had a good share in New Orleans. I, I almost didn't come here after the farm in Collingston with Bill. I almost went, you know, directly west of Texas. You know, I almost like I was really on the verge. And then Sue's like, "Yeah, I want to check out New Orleans too. I'll, uh, I'll give you a that, ride." That that still to me is like the most like. And then it was like happenstance. Craziest. It was happenstance that I went in your bar too. You know, just because if no. Steve wasn't there that night, I'd fucking probably wouldn't have ever went. There's a lot in. of factors that could have went into it. The time when I would have worked. Like, it just, like, I know it sounds weird, but it's like, dude, like, could have been fate, man. Could have been fate that we met, like, there could have been so many, I was talking to Dylan about this the other day, I was like, what if it wasn't, you know, what if it was, what if it was pre-COVID? What if Jack came here, like, pre-COVID-wise, and there's all these bars. All these people. All these people. All these bars that are just open with a lot more cheaper things than us and everything. And, you know, yeah, maybe Steve would have been playing, but... Everyone would have had a band, you know? it's It's just weird, just like, just how, you know, and that makes me think, it's like, what if I did say something to somebody? that other time like what if it yeah now i just kind of i'm i, I kind of realize i'm like i'm just gonna start living in the moment man you know and like it, it's just yeah 
And I mean, kind of something related in a way to your situation. It's like, okay, like kind of similar to Sue, you know, I, I went to college, got a degree, my main purpose in life to have a high prestigious role in life, like just have the best job, have a fucking high, you know, high five-figure salary, maybe even a 6 k salary, or a six-figure salary, but, and that was my thing, like, I wanted to be the top of the top for a company, and then I moved here, and I was like, this is it, this is my opportunity, and I, w- I was in the maritime industry, and I worked for a serving company, inspection, but I quickly found out in those four months, I was like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I'm not, this isn't me. And it didn't take a lot for me to be like, this is, this is when I quit. No, it was just simply, I'm not happy. I don't want to be like the guys that I work with, with, with no family, you know, like on call every day. Like these guys are, in their mid 50s, early 60s. And yeah, they're from other like countries and stuff, like foreign countries like Pakistan, India, you know, Russia. But that's all they know, you know? And it's okay, you know, everybody lives their own life. And, but I don't wanna do that. I wanna have a family one day. I don't wanna be on call waking up at three in the morning saying, oh, your ship, you know, arrived earlier than it should have. Like, so basically I just quit and I've had a rough patch after that because I didn't want to move back to Texas from New Orleans because I would have felt defeated. I was all like, man, this is my one time I get to really be on my own and just really experience life. And now, honestly, and I'm like, I'm down with it, dude. I'm, I'm down with the minimalistic stuff and... If I want to travel and I have enough money, I'm doing it, dude. Because I'm at that point where you realize you only really live. Like, yeah, you know, the the funny saying is YOLO. You only live once. But to me, now I'm realizing, dude, you really only have one life. You have one life. This is me right now. I'm going to die either doing something I don't want to do or die being happy and looking younger, you know, because obviously laughing is the number one. Happiness and laughter, that's the number one medicine, dude. Other than like nature, but. It's fucking beautiful. People always say, oh, you look so young for being 25 and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, I do drink a lot, but I'm happy. You know, mental-wise, I wake up and I'm like, you know, what am I going to do today? I don't have a CEO position. I don't have, like, a job job, but I'm okay with that because I know at the end of the day, I'm happier and I'm more wealthy than a lot of the other people that I know. Mm-hmm. Wealthier, back to the not time. money, not wealthier in money, but wealthier in, you know, value. Right. I go through these days and I'm like, yeah, you know, 
you may have this and this, but and I'm I'm just happy, you know. And I feel like a lot of people should look at that. It's okay to have an Audi on the side, but ah, it's okay. Yeah, that'd yeah. be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> that'd be dope to have an Audi at the side, but for me to wake up and be like, this is my day, you know, like. I'ma rule it the way I want to fucking rule it. And then, along with that, you need to find something that everybody says in the cliche shame, but you need to find something that you're passionate with. And I think, you know, honestly, Jack, that that's you, dude. You you wake up and you're like, I'm passionate about this. I don't have a Lambo or money on the side, but. I wake up and I'm happy, you know, like you're just, and you're you, you know, with your, with your, with your ethical values and moral behavior, like, that's that's all I I say, I fucking, needs, that's all it needs to be a fucking person, that doesn't mean fucking money or anything, yeah, that's what I realized this past couple of months, 2021, my year. It's the year of the Jeff. <laughs> it's going to be my year. Hell yeah, son. Hey, let's, let's get, I'm going to get another Guinness. We'll continue. Yeah. We got a... What going to say over there? What? What was I going to say? I don't know. You said you'll save it for later. What did what, you say before? Uh, I was saying about the, we were talking about how it was like happenstance that we met and then, you know, like complete happenstance, but also the mental health stuff. You were talking about like, dude, do you mind talking about this mental health stuff? Yeah. Well, cheers. <laughs> cheers, mate. Cheers, laddie. Little Guinness break. Yeah, because I know you brought it up earlier that you said you wanted to talk about it, but uh, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if you still did, and I don't want to like bring anything. Yeah, no, that's cool. I just um. Man, what the fuck was I saying? God damn it! It'll come to you. I hope. If not, it's all good. We got plenty more. <laughs> Dude, we, we we were up there. Yeah. And I was like, I love you today. And you're like, I love you too, bro. And you were all like, can we talk about the mental stuff? And I was like, yeah, man. I care, like, it has something to do with like happiness. Mm. That's what has something to do with. Well, maybe when we, I don't know. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, maybe take another soda again. <laughs> <That'll make laughs> maybe shock the memory a little bit, you know? Drink a little bit. Damn. It's all good. It has something to do with, like, happiness. Just You been happy lately? Was it something like that? You, you weren't um, happy before? It was always something that I always had in mind. But, I mean, whatever, dude. Like, right. I'm better with you asking me questions, uh, um, and then questions get. Well, I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> no, I'm questions kidding. become into answers, and then answers become into more questions, and that's how a conversation starts. Obviously, Ooh. so. Well, I just know that you want to talk about the mental health stuff, you know, and we, we've talked a decent amount of it, even like with no mic or nothing, because it's just like it's with friends, you know, yeah. do. But yeah. let you want to just how. 
yeah, how has mental health affected you, like, thus far in your life? Because for me, dude, that's a big that, part. That's it right there. That we we need to we just start. Start it. It's started. It's done. It's it's done. Yeah, it's it's. We're on. literally starting right now. We've been on. Holy crap! <laughs> wow, what a crazy. Okay. Um. Wow. I mean, okay. So, what do you want me to talk about? Like, well, I was gonna say for me. I mean, I think everyone struggles with mental health, and honestly, the more the more digital age we get, the more isolated we get from each other. I think it's just mm-hmm. everyone everyone is dealing with their own shit, and it's tough to to it's tough to talk about it in general because it's like you know, anxieties in your head, and it's like you know you can't really explain it a lot of times because things yeah. you're anxious about, or same with depression, or even and I, I believe a lot of things is is due to the fact that either like you know someone you know ha- doesn't have a good group of friends around them or you know maybe their diet's not the best and not sleeping the best or maybe they're depending on a drug and there's a lot of things you could fix before you know there's a lot of things you can you can help you know to aid it but at the same time I'm, I was super fucking healthy you know I was sleeping a lot eating a lot but I always had this like this existential angst you know going on t- just in terms about many things but a lot of environmental shit you know just like never being able to do enough you know it's like always it's like fighting a bigger fucking thing and it's like a systematic thing and so i was super depressed for 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 a while you know for fucking a long time and you know obviously i'm not always like down the dumps like head in the dirt and shit but i knew that you know i just needed to i knew that like you need to accept that like you know you can only you know i even talked with mark about this earlier today like you can only change but you can change you know at the same time like we're talking about like you you always want to do more you know you always want to do a little bit better and for me i was like fuck this is a major part i went on this bike trip just because i was like i wanted to show you know i can live off you know what people waste you know edible food in the dumpster and i know like even just giving you know a majority of it to homeless people or people in hungry like it and in there's so much more that i didn't realize that happened that i didn't realize like you know, of why I was doing this in terms of, like, you know, people's gratitude, you know, being so gracious to me, and, you know, seeing, you know, the groundwork of some of these farms and feeding people in extreme poverty, like in Kankakee, or just food insecure people, you know, but, fuck, I think mental health, like, ticks at all of us, and I think it's a lot of people who are struggling right now with, you know, whether they're just listening or just, you know, even, even maybe people behind us right now, you know, like, that we don't even know. <clears throat> so I just I know you fucking you've you know had your battles I mean it's least. not even but it's not even just at, I mean the way you described it it's just not it's not really all that mental health it's more of empathy as well yeah you're looking at other people and you're like man like I want to get in your shoes and see what you're because everybody's dealing with fucking problems you know everybody and I try to put myself in that shoes, but it's like, and I do, like, that's why I'm so, like, nice and humble to people, but, like, you kind of take it to an extreme level, which I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like, it's like, you look at each and every person, you're like, man, if I was living the way they did, what problems would I have? 
on top of what problems does that person right now that's ordering a drink at the bar, what problems do they really I don't have, really think you know? about it like that. I, I look crazy. at it like that. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought that's how you looked at it. I mean, I, 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 I think my viewpoint, I look at I see that, but I think my viewpoint changed. And there's, there's days where I just, you know, just look at that too, but it's, my viewpoint changed sometimes. It's like, you're and, more of an environmental. Well, no, it's stage. it's both, but it's also it's like I'm looking at that. And I'm like, you know, I, I just I'm like, oh, damn, I wonder what that you know what that person's life is like. You know, like who's their parents? You know, do they have any kids? Oh, you know, yeah, I just yeah, almost yeah, want to yeah, get their story. You know, because yeah. everyone's got a little They're story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even like I said, like, dude, bro, I don't want to be on the podcast because I got nothing to talk about. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right, like, yeah, yeah, right, Jeff, Jeff. I know. Yeah. Nah, but I mean, more of mental health-wise, in my, 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 my case, it's more of, I know this kind of sounds funny, but it's like, okay, so I'm Asian, right? So, and my parents, like, I'm Filipino, and my parents, like, my dad was a my dad's a biomedical engineer my mom was a pharmacist they work in like my mom worked in one of the biggest um, burn hospitals in Galveston Texas called Shriners my dad worked at UTMB University of Texas medical branch like he was a bikeman he checked off you know the equipment that the doctors would use so growing up and on top of that my first cousins they were they're all in medical fields. And to me, I was always, always like, it always started, it was always at a young age where I was like, that's not me. I don't, I don't want to. I mean, maybe, probably the closest thing that I ever wanted to be in medical field was physical therapy. But that's just because it has something to do with the body, sports medicine, you know, something like that. Like, And honestly, that's why I, I don't want to do nutrition now. It's like I'm really big into health and everything. But I always look at medical field, but like I always looked at medical field as just being a sheep in the fucking herd, you know? And, you know, you grow up as a young kid, as a young boy, and you want to be like your dad. Like, I want to be a mechanical engineer. So I did engineering and everything. Now I'm just kind of rambling on, but like to me, it's more of it's just more of like mental health wise. I don't think I'm where where I'm at right now is not where I should be. Like I'm making the money, but. And it's just so funny that how people that don't know me at the bar come up to me sober and are all like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Like, dude, look, Jeff. I can already tell you have so much more potential. And I don't want to, you know, put the people that are in the service industry down. But, like, it's just weird how people would, like, you have so much potential. Like, I could tell this aura. I'm like, where are you getting this from? You know? Like, what the fuck? Like, it's just because of the way I look, because of the way I smile. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, 
But like people just always, and that's always the thing about it. It's like I don't, I don't want to be a bartender on my life, dude. I don't. I mean, it's great money, but I don't. And that's why right now I'm thinking about going back to school. Not. I did maritime industry because everybody was doing it. You know, like how ironic. I didn't want to be in the medical field because I didn't want to be a sheep. But after I failed being an engineer, everybody was doing maritime administration at A&M Galveston. So I took that because it was easy. It was, oh, you'll find a job. You'll find a job, of course. You'll find a job out of maritime administration. So it's such a vague and, you know, open degree that you can find a job anywhere. But a lot of these jobs now, they require experience, and that's what really fucks a lot of people, especially with all this COVID shit going on. Hold up, on. I can't hear you, sorry. Huh? I just can't hear you, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, I was just saying, like, you'll find a job, you know, of course, with a maritime industry, you know, a degree, but a lot of these jobs require a lot of experience. And, you know, people probably listen to this, like, oh, of course, you know. <laughs> I mean, of course. But, like, is that something I want to wake up to and be like, hell yeah, let me get on ship. Let me let me dispatch ships. Let me do this and this with the water. It's like, I love the water, but am I going to wake up in the morning and be like, hell yeah, this is what I'm fucking passionate about? Honestly, when people say, what are you passionate about? I lie to them because I'm never going to see them again. <laughs> I'm never going to see them again. But seriously, man... What makes me happy? It's weird. Inspection work. I can have a very keen eye. Really? I have a keen eye for like everything, dude. Like I look at, I look at everywhere. Like, look at everywhere and like, look at. That's you know, fucking awesome, Jeff. It's weird. It's it's weird. Like I, I look at all the details and everything. Like I look at. Everything well, that's why I was like, we were talking about photography when we first met too, and like even producing like music. And oh because, yeah, yeah I we, guess that's kind of where photography comes in as well. Right, you just you you notice, and I'm I mean I'm the same way. It's like, you know, I notice the shadow on the plant that like it it, it has a different texture on the wall. But here. everybody's gonna everybody's gonna everybody's gonna notice something different than the other person. That's what makes that's it what's art. beautiful. Yeah, that's what makes art. I mean, even when we were in the coffee shop, and I was like. I think you were like, uh, you know, listen to the, the way the espresso's being made. And I'm like, I'm way ahead of you, dude, you know? Yeah. And we were both listening to, like, you know, the shh of the water or the steam, you know, for that froth milk. And then we were listening to the clank of when she was, like, tapping the metal for the for the coffee grounds, yeah. you know? And I'm looking at the grittiness of the street and right. how the lights are being, you know, set up the way they are. Yeah. But you look at it differently. Like, that's, right. that's, the, beauty, that's the beauty part of it. You know, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. part of, of a different human being. Just yeah. the way to look at some the same thing, but portray it in a different way. Fuck you know, yeah, like, that's art right there. It's sick. It's kind of sick. So, but I mean, yeah. I mean, we we had that conversation before. Like, it was one of the first times we really. Well, that's one of the first. It was one of the first times when we first met. I think it was after the fucking first day that we fucking met, actually. We went to Drip. See your we girl. We went to Drip. Avogado. Fuck you. 
<laughs> we should have brought her flowers. We, we should have got her flowers. We went to Drip Alfagato Bar here in New Orleans and just got a crush. We're just kind of just like sitting there having our espresso lattes and stuff and just kind of sitting there and it's like, and I was like, not just by sight, but do you ever look at sounds as pictures? And Jack was all like, of course, man. That's why I fucking produce. And that's why I found out that he does a lot of, you know, different things with sounds. Like, yeah, I could totally chop that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but seriously. Um, Is that how I like, talk? But, yeah, exactly. But, like, no, it's like... I mean, I don't do good with sounds, but I listen to them. I listen to like a lot of things that's just going around me, like a car passing by. Right. I could hear little things like, oh, your brakes are about to go out kind of thing. Yeah. Compared to you, you listen to that and you hear something totally different. Right. And that's where I was all like, huh. You even said, you were all like, dude, you should become a producer because you hear down, sounds differently. I'm like, eh, maybe. But like, one of the first memories I have of you is a Chicago bus and you recorded arriving. Yeah. I fucking love those kind of the things. The Metro, yeah. Yeah, the Metro, like, arriving, arriving, aisle, C4. You know, I fucking love that shit. But like, to me, I hear that as like, just something totally different as in, Kind of just like the grinding of like the brakes, like you know, like I hear, I hear. Di- we all hear different things. Everybody's different. But I don't know why I'm rambling or not. Well, because it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But do you? But also, it's like you also got to realize that's your way of meditating. It's just sitting there, just just sitting there in your own thoughts. Right, putting yourself in the present world and living in that moment and just being like, I'm okay for who I am and where I'm at. And honestly, majority of the time you are. Like even when I get on the bike and I don't know where the fuck I'm going next, I'm just going south or I'm just going west now. Mm -hmm. I don't really fucking know where I'm going to end up. You know, maybe I'll go to a warm showers host. Like, shit, I don't know. You know, and it's like, there's that, there's that. It's kind of the best. Feeling, there's that honestly. angst though in the beginning. It's fucking amazing. But there's that angst where it's like, oh shit, like I don't know where I'm going, you know. And I only have the shit that's on my bike, you know, let alone my back. But and you know what's beautiful about that? It's because you realize you don't really. It's all that need and all that shit is. It's kind of an illusion, right? I'm, I'm my belly's full. I'm not I, I got water like, right I got water yeah and he's like man wherever I end up I'll end up and what's beautiful it's like okay so like I said earlier okay Every, even I like right now like there's always a safety net you know like but you don't think of that safety net as in okay if this doesn't work out I gotta do this nah dude like you're in the shits man you're in the fucking dirt like I'm going to ride out west, and wherever it takes me, takes me. Fuck. I mean, if it's 11 p.m., 
and I'm not even halfway there or I'm almost there, but there's no way I can ride more because it's just dark as fuck. You got to realize within yourself. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to... I'll save in this bush. It's cool. And that just makes you so much comfortable in life that without... I don't know. A lot of people is going to talk about shit about that. But like... To you, it's like... It makes you feel... Almost warm. It's like, I don't, I don't need anybody. I don't need opinions. I don't need, no. you know, I mean, I don't need, I don't need a, I don't need a, I don't need a, what, what's it called? A, a warm shower host to make yeah. me feel wanted. Not even wanted, no. just to make me feel. Secure. Se- yeah. I'll sleep in this fucking bush. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> and sometimes I prefer it. dope, man. So. Kind of in a way now, thinking about it, it's like, I should have fucking let you sleep in that fucking bush. <laughs> Cheers to that, nah, I'm just kidding, Cheers man. to that. <laughs> Cheers, lad. Oh, my God. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's definitely... Nah, it's, it's, a, a, it's, a gr- it's a really good feeling. It's almost like, to me right now, okay, I got $100 to get me through the fucking week, right? And I don't work next week. And I'm okay with that because I'm going to go back to Texas. But whatever happens, happens. Quesara, sera. I love that fucking say. Whatever happens, happens, man. Quesara, sera. Like, Shit, I know this sounds bad, but shit, if I miss my flight, fuck it. <laughs> you know, it, it, for real. And I hate, I hate sounding like that because it makes me sound irresponsible. But no, but I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna miss my flight tomorrow, but right. But like, fuck. I mean, okay. So I was thinking about it. Like, okay, I was thinking about. It. So my, it's planned that my friend picks me up at 2 p.m. tomorrow. My friend from Galveston, and I land in Houston at. International, which is about an hour, hour and 15 minutes away. And I thank him. I, I've thanked him almost every day now. Like, dude, I really appreciate you going out of your way. I know you got a busy schedule, blah, blah, blah. But, shit. I don't know what happens tomorrow. You know, like, maybe something happens. And I don't have a ride. Well, then I thought about it. And I'm like, okay, what if you can't pick me up? Well, then that's just an opportunity for me to fucking just like walk around in Houston. I don't like. But I've never been like that. Like, I've always been like that OCD kind of type. Yeah. Like, I gotta have a plan for everything. If something doesn't work out the way I want it to be, it's, it's fuck. And this only, I only got that mentality this past like year and a half. Mm. But I've always been like that. I need a plan for everything. But. Something that taught me here lately, especially after breaking up with my girlfriend in the beginning of quarantine in March, was just let life be, you know? Just let life be. Like, just, like I said before, whatever happened. And then kind of in the French way, c'est la vie. 
Such is life. Say that French? C'est la vie. Yeah, it's French. Jeez, I took Such is life. I took French for a while. <laughs> I should know that. Let life uh, wander. Is what I fucking. And it, it takes so much pressure off your shoulders and so much pressure off mental, men, mentally that it almost puts you in a better place, which is crazy. Because you think if there's a plan for everything, that life is better. And it's funny because all my life I'm like, if there's no plan, there's no fucking if there's no plan like what do I do I can't just roam around the streets not knowing where the fuck I'm gonna end up (laughs) but that's life dude you know like that's life like yeah roam everywhere till everywhere takes you to somewhere Hey! Boom! Whoa! Knowledge bombs, dude. Damn. You poet? You don't even know it, dude. (laughs) What'd you say? Just like, uh, let life be, dude. I mean, we got it on recording, so. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, what'd you say after that? I was saying boom. I thought you you just said something. Let life be. Yeah. You know, let life be. Like, I mean, shit. Dude, honestly, I would have fucking met. I would have never fucking even stepped into St. Pat's coffee house if. We didn't just go around and be like, actually, you you brought me here. But there's a lot of there's a lot of places like Cosmos, Barado, like or Baradux or whatever how you pronounce it. But dude, there's a lot of places around here in the French Quarter that I would never walk into if it wasn't just for like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's walk on the river. And let's let's see do it. Takes us. I would have never went to Crescent City River. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I was bored as fuck. Walking with you Were and you? Dustin. Yeah, I was bored as fuck walking uh, with you and Dustin. I was just trying to make the best out of my life and be all like, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to take me, but it took me to a good place. It oh, yeah, took dude. me through a set of stairs which was steep as fuck and a set of stairs down that was steep as fuck as well. And then you get across those stairs and you're like, damn, I walked that. Beautiful, right? You One. Yeah, that's a walk, but two, it's, I know one place that you get a good view of New Orleans, like, you know, you know, like city, city. but this place was all like, and then you think about it, you're like, damn, man, I got to take you, and then we walk more and I was like, (laughs) this is, this is, this is is enough. All right, let's go to a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to take you up to that abandoned building though. Uh, which one by Radot? Yeah. By Bar? Yeah, there's Radot? no there's no better view of like a sunset than there. I, I I don't know if I've ever seen a better You're one. You're not talking about in the world, right? No, I'm talking on that abandoned building. Right next to abandoned like right in front of the end of the world. The hospital? Yep. Oh yeah, no. Dude, I have... on the top of that, you just walk up the uh parking. We should garage. have some raves there, man. We should have some raves. It'd be dope. There's things going on there always. Like spirits and shit? I don't believe in spirits, but it could be. <laughs> I got I to gotta talk to my girl from San Antonio that's and be I'm like, saying. yo, you being a medium. That's funny, man. Yeah, I met a girl once bartending and, and uh, 
it was like a Sunday night. It's funny. Um, it was, it was a, I don't usually work Sunday nights, but I was working that night. This chick was just sitting by herself, and I asked the manager, I'm like, yo, what's up with that chick? Like, because usually girls on bourbon, you don't sit by yourself, you know? Like, you either have somebody with you, but or you're, she or was you're just, getting hit on fast. Yeah. And so I was a little curious because I know, you know, a girl sitting by herself and on Bourbon Street, on a Bourbon Street bar, like, there's going to be some weird shit that's going to be happening. And so I just wanted to make sure the chick was good. Well, she was drinking hurricanes and stuff. And I came up to her like, baby girl, you, you thought <laughs> you thought that was a hurricane? Let me make you my hurricane, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so I started making my hurricane and she got trashed. And she got to the point where she was like, oh, my God, like, we need to hang out. And I was all like, chill, baby. I'm going to fast track to nowhere. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Exclude that. Exclude it. No, but seriously. Um, so I was just talking to her. And I was like, yeah, where are you from? You know, because I wanted to get her out of that uncomfortable, you know, atmosphere. Because there were a couple of, like, weird dudes, like right. older guys. Like, even one guy was all like, what's up, baby? What are you doing? Like, like as long as you're here like I even heard it and she told me it was like as long as you're here I'm gonna be keep buying you drinks but the second you leave you're gonna be in my fucking hotel and I was oh like oh my god that's weird as fuck like come on come on bro like come on my man come on bro so I wanted to get her out of that so I was like hey how you doing tonight like you know just trying to have a conversation between you her and I so that guy can leave and then there was one other guy who wasn't as creepy, but he got the point. So anyways, so we're just talking and yeah, this girl just straight up gave me her like number and her hotel room. And I was all like, all right, cool. Down, sick. All right, dope. Try not to, try not to okay. blush and shit. I'm down. Hell yeah. Yeah, right. So anyway, so yeah, you I texted like a girl yeah. on the inside. <laughs> So I texted her that night, which, um, you know, um, alcohol needs to be done by 11 p.m. here with all this COVID and everything, you know. So by the time I'm done cleaning the bar and everything's good, it's like 12.30, almost 1 a.m. So I text her. I'm like, hey, still up? Yeah, she never texts me back. We never, we haven't talked. We never talked afterwards. But... The thing I'm trying to get to is just like, so she was, she, so she apparently explained to me she was a medium, which is like, so she sees, she sees um, like reality and the spirit world in a medium, you know, yeah, right. place. Like, so like that's all Raven type thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh my God, so how, is that, how, how has that been being here in New Orleans? And she went on a fucking whole ramble about being on like, you know, I don't know if this bitch was on drugs or not, but she was like talking about like, she's just walking around New Orleans, tipping hats to spirits and stuff. Like apparently, so like when you get an MRI, like, you know, the energetic field or 
Yeah, you know, the field, like the magnetic fields that you get that bounce off of like your head and, you know, body parts. That's the same, you know, concept of being a medium. And so when she sees spirits around New Orleans, they know because it bounced off an energetic field. And I'm like, damn, okay, I don't know if I could trust you or not because I've never heard of this, but that sounds dope as shit. Like, come on with it. Let me hear yeah, some more. such an open-minded dude. Like, and I'm I like, dude, it. like, so she's talking about, you know, walking around New Orleans and seeing, like, spirits and stuff and just, like, tipping hats. And the spirits are tipping hats. Or she's tipping hats. She's tipping hats. To the spirit. To the spirits. And that's how they know that she acknowledges them. And they're all like, oh, hey, I didn't realize you saw me. And I'm over there, like, hair on my arm, you know, raising. And I'm like, damn, that is wild. So I was all like, listen, when I get off, I know this pretty cool place called Pirate Alley Cafe <laughs> or Pirate Alley Bar. Yeah. Pirates right Cove, next right? to, uh, yeah, I think it is Pirate Alley. But, anyways, it's right next to that St. Louis Cathedral, which is like pretty much in like Jackson Square area here in the French Quarter in New Orleans. Quarter quarter. And I was all like, let's have a couple of drinks and you tell me if, if you see anything, you know? But I mean, it never happened, but. For me to still you stuck know, with you, yeah, I was like, because New Orleans and especially where I grew up in Galveston, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of stuff that went on in the 1900s, you know, like 1800s, if that. So, I mean, if she was a medium, I I believe her that she saw, you know, spirits just chilling. Right next to her. And you know what's funny? Me being open-minded? Yeah. For me and, like, everybody else, I'll be walking around, having a great-ass time, smiling, checking out the, checking out the, you know, view and the city. But with somebody, if she was real, she saw more than that. And I'm like, damn. Intrigued. That's... That's... Cool shit right there like yeah and she she was all like yeah but I'm used to it I was like when you ever get scared it's like eh, I'm used to it I've seen it since I'm I've, since I've been nine and I'm like all right well good for you girl <laughs> yeah. you know so but yeah crazy crazy it's crazy um yeah I don't so, yeah. I've always been scared of like stuff like that, just being Catholic and right. I've never had like a true ghostly experience or anything, but but let life be. Let life be, man. Who's to say your way of living is right versus someone? But then now I question, as a you know Catholic, what's gonna happen to me when I die? You know. Like really, that's everybody's fucking Isn't Catholic question. heaven and hell though, right? Yeah. I, I was raised Catholic. Heaven, hell, or purgatory. purgatory. Right. Yeah. And even in like the Greek, like Greek, uh, Greek mythology story, you know, viewpoints perspective, it's kind of the same way, but it's worded differently. But it's the same thing. So now I'm thinking like, okay, what other 
religions think that way. And then also, I want to hear what other people think about death. You know, like, if you die, do you get reincarnated, or do you just turn to ashes, or do you turn into, like, energy that goes into the, the thing about death, air? The thing about death know? and all this, it's like, you know, humans are, humans are, you know, we're storytellers, right? It's part of the reason why we want to come up with... But we're also, like, energy. We're molecules. Exactly. Right? But the, okay. the same thing is, like... We never, it's, it's, it's always going to be talked about, it's always going to be theorized about, it's always going to be questioned, but no one's never going to know, you know? So for me, I stopped really giving a fuck because I'm like, man, I'll just, whatever happens is going to happen anyways, you know? <laughs> Let life be, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I, I'm, I'm right here, I'm enjoying a Guinness with you, that's all that fucking matters to me. Holy shit, the thing that I was thinking about earlier just hit me again. That's what I'm saying, let's do it. It, it just up? hit me. Oh my god, I don't want to get away from this conversation. Get, get, let's get away. You remember? No, you remember where it's good. Coming? Yeah. Dude, don't that that's that's what it was. Don't take life too seriously. That's that's what it was. That's that's all I that that's what I was thinking about that it was like, oh I can't remember. Dude, don't take it. Laugh. That that's my thing. Laugh. When something happens that's good, laugh, of course. But when something happens bad, like when something dude, bad happens, story. dude, laugh because that's life, man. Did I tell you the story you know, when I first fucking came over to the to the other side of the river when I was staying in Algiers at the farm. I came over, no. I came over, and it was a beautiful fucking day, clear sky, like okay. New Orleans a lot of time is. But I didn't know at the time, like New Orleans, you can never really know with the weather. You know, you never know if it's gonna rain, even if it says it's not gonna rain. So that day, I was sleeping in my tent in Algiers. And I fucking, I was like, all right, I'm gonna leave the rain cover off. You know, I want to air out the tent a little bit. And I'm gonna go. You know, I worked in the morning, and I'm like, I'm gonna go spend the spend the day in the city. You know, I took the ferry over with the bike, and then just biked around. The, you know, the Garden District, and just biked around. And I think I met up with Sue, or maybe I met up with you. No, I think I met up with Sue. And so I think it was before I met you. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we had some drinks and whatnot, and. It was like maybe 10, close to 11 at night. It started fucking raining, dude. And it said clear skies all day, so I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Hell yeah. I'm like, I gotta go back. Sue's like, yo, you could stay, you know, you know, my couch surfing host, but like, she's got another plate, you know, couch. She like, you could definitely stay here. You don't need to go back. I'm like, Sue, it's fucking raining. I need to go back. My tent's open. My laptop's in there. All my bags in there. It's probably a puddle right now. It was so, just right when you met me, too, right. I think. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I yeah, biked yeah. back. And I biked to the ferry, and the ferry, you know, the, the, the last ferry leaves at like 8.45 p.m., and I didn't know at the time. So I'm fucking busting my ass there, only to realize it'd be gone, but still, I'm, I'm busting my ass there, and there's streetcars all over New Orleans, and there's streetcar tracks all over, and when you get close to the ferry, it's kind of like where the streetcar, like, verges, like, you know, all, like, four, six lanes kind of come together, and so... If you have a bike, you kind of have to hit it perpendicularly so your tire doesn't get stuck. So I hit like four of them perpendicular, but like the last one got me. And I was like completely vertical with it. My tire got stuck in with it. I went over the handlebars, 
fucking right to the face, dude. You ain't shit. Concrete. You biffed it. I biffed, <laughs> right, biffed it. Dude, like fucking right, right to the face and then broke my glasses. Just completely. Oh, shit. Yeah, and you so, did tell me about that. And so it just cut off my face, but I sat there because I knew, like, man, if I was, like, someone, like, walking by and, like, saw this dude just eat it, I would laugh. So I just sat there on the ground for a second and I just fucking started laughing. And then, I, but only to realize, like, yo, then I got out back on my bike. My glasses were, like, completely broken, and I can't see shit without my glasses. And the ferry was gone, like, fucking two hours earlier anyways. And so I'm like, fuck, I need to get back because, I, you know, I have no choice. I need to make sure my shit's dry. I need to put my rain cover on. And so I biked on the ferry. I mean, not I biked on the bridge. And the bridge is a car bridge. There's no bike lanes. Yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. So I fucking biked on the bridge across the river. And at night when it was raining, pissing rain. Probably like 11 p.m. 11 p.m., yeah. dude. And I just thought, I would, dude, probably should have died, but I did it. And <laughs> sorry, mom. But uh, <laughs> sorry, mom. But uh, <laughs> dude, so I finally got to fucking yeah, just got to Algiers, got to the farm, put my shit rain cover on, was bleeding, like just taste the blood in my mouth because all my fucking eyebrow was get cut that up. iron, baby. Yeah, <laughs> get <exactly>. that iron. <laughs> and just put my shit and just tried everything and nothing got damaged, but yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was just funny to me because I just I did laugh, you know, I, I fucking because I was like, dude, if I see. A curly-headed kid biking his ass off in the middle of the rain, and then he eats it. I'm like, I'm laughing. It's kind of the same way I laugh when, like, an old person swears or, like, a baby farts. You know, it's just funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Damn. You got to take... Yeah, you just got to live the moment. You got to laugh at yourself. You got to learn to laugh at yourself. Laugh at yourself. I know. I know. I fucking trip all the time, and I'm like, oh, shit, that was pretty funny. Yeah, you know, like... All right. It's almost... Just stop caring. Just stop, stop caring. Yeah. Yeah, we just stop caring. I don't give a fuck with it. Because if you're on the other side, because when I do stupid shit at the bar, and I totally mess up, and I know there's fucking hundreds of people looking at me, I'm like, yeah, they're probably looking at me the same way. Like, I didn't see shit. You know, like, I'm not going to be that asshole, you know, that fucking laughs or whatever. I don't give a shit. And I think that's really good mental-wise, you know, you, you need to be, yeah. you need to be just accepting. Anyway, oh, yeah. I guess, so. I think that's a but good... yeah, man, it's, uh, yeah. I think it's a good spot to end it. You want to talk about anything else in particular? Well, I want to end that as in just laugh, man. <laughs> like, seriously, man, like... Like, uh, you made me so, laugh when you say you, that. You know, you know, and the reason w- w- what I think about when I when I think that is my one of the bartenders at my at my um, at my bar. His name is Darko, and he's like a fucking like he's like a big six foot five Serbian dude. Like, but he's a, just a really cool guy. Never, sweetheart. He's not conceited. He's just very humble, very outgoing, just just a huge extrovert right. in a way too. And but he has a different like it, it. It shows that where you grew up is where your mentality goes because he grew up in Serbia, man. Like he's he's told me about all the crazy shit that's happened in Serbia like dude he saw he saw his bomb or he saw his friend just get bombed out of nowhere getting ice cream just going out eight years old yeah 
I'd like this vanilla ice cream, you know? Boom! A fucking bomb goes off. And to him, it's like, you never know when death will come there. Here in the U.S., at least, you, you know, you're uh, safe. You're well, safe well, from a bomb, but you never yeah, know. But, but there's always news or something, you know. Right. There's, there's always, and people don't think like that. Right. Like, people don't think like that in Serbia that, it, that they do here. Or like in a foreign country. Like, no. Yeah, there's, shit, maybe there's a bomb that's going to go off right now. But, like, what odds, you know? Like, but, 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 but in a foreign country, you know, especially in, like, Russia or some, something, it's like, you never know. So, I think to him, it's like, always just live life. And it's funny because his saying is, like, that's why I came to America. It's like, to make money. He's here to make money, and he's just a really good dude, man. Like, like he's. I'd love to meet him, man. Yeah, he just he's like I, I give I give money to my parents, I give money to my sisters, because you know obviously U, U.S. currency is higher, you know, and twelve hundred dollars here is like fucking, fucking thousands and wherever you know, depending on where you are. Right. So he likes to give. He like he he puts family above him, and even though he is like a, that womanizer, ah, yeah, 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 great, great guy. Yeah. But anyways, um, but yeah, man, and he's just every time he comes into work, every time he's just so happy. I'm like, how the fuck are you always like that? He goes, Jeff, I don't know what's coming. You know, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what's coming. Like, why, why die being worried and stressed out when I can die being happy? And I was like, damn, Darko, good shit, man. <laughs> Love you, mate. Love you, bruv. And, um, yeah, he's just, he's just always so happy, always laughing at the, even at the worst shit, even when something goes wrong. He's like, did you see that shit? And he starts laughing, and I'm like, you're mental, mate. You're mental, bro. And uh, but no, that that shows me it's like even know what's going on, dude. You 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 can't you can't control life. You can't control what's going on around. The only thing you can control is you. Right. And that's one thing that I learned at um, at the sales job is yeah. I mean, you could have left fifteen early, fifteen minutes earlier, and be on time. But if you leave 15 minutes later, you can't... The only person to blame is you. Yeah, so what traffic is bad? You can't control it. The only thing you control... That, that's it. You can't... That's it. Yeah. You, you can't control, control the uncontrollable. That, yeah. That's the saying. You can't control the uncontrollable. So if you don't want to be in that situation, put yourself in a way that you can control it. If not, then laugh about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, this is this is something that kind of sticks with me all the fucking time. Is um, so being from an Asian family, my mom is very hate to say it. She's very judgmental. She's a very judgmental person. When she sees somebody, she's judging the shit out of them. So I remember her and I going to 
the local library once, and um, we're on a bus because she can't drive. Right. She doesn't know how to drive. So everywhere we went, grocery store everywhere, we either walked or we took the bus. And so we took the bus to the library and we took the bus back home. And I remember being on the bus back home and seeing this guy. And he's just sitting there by himself, you know, with his backpack. And he's just smiling. And he's just in his own thoughts and he's just, just a grin on his fucking face, man. Like, almost laughing. I don't know if he was on drugs or not, you know? But I remember my mom telling him, it's like, if you're on drugs, you're gonna be like that. I remember my mom saying that, like, if you're, if you're on drugs, you're gonna be like that. So don't be like that guy. And I look, I remember, I remember looking at her and looking at the guy that was smiling. It's like, but what if he's just happy? You know, I never told her that, but I was thinking, I was like, what if he's just happy? You know, this is, this is a time, I think I was like 10 years old, 12 years old, so where I can kind of comprehend things myself. And now I, I still think to the, I, I still remember that guy's face at the bus. Wow. And that's me. Maybe he's going through a hard time, and the only thing that's getting him through is just thinking about the good memories and just, uh, just remember that shit be like, <laughs> that's just funny as fuck, you know? Like, right. maybe he wasn't on drugs, you know? But think about it. Maybe he wasn't on drugs, and he was just thinking about, like, what's, what's making me happy? What's making me smile? What makes me laugh? My family, my friends, good memories. Doesn't mean you're on drugs. You're just high on life. <laughs> Seriously, man. All right. And that's, that's what I think. And then that's why, that's why I... I don't agree with my mom much these days is because it's like you don't know what anybody's been through man right. you don't right so just laugh boom that's perfect podcast man. fuck yeah end it let's <laughs> go dude end it <laughs> well quick shout outs for everyone who's supported on Patreon. Liam Morlick, Pat Benavidez, Jason Kaprowski, Michelle Roy, Russell Mormon, Emily and Sonia Schmidt, Peter Pasheka, and Bridget Downey. Uncle Mike, Mary Streetle, William Savage, Terry Gleason, Steve Bailey, Mike Pat, and Newman. If you like this podcast and want to support or you want to be shouted out, hop, hop on over on Patreon. You can follow me on YouTube, on Facebook, um, on Twitch. I do a little hip-hop stream in there. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Peace.